so today guys we're going on filtered <laughs> we have um we're having a virtual zoom party we are drinking and we're playing a game today my name is diana perez and my name is Dolat alexander and we're your host for lucky mars podcast um we are gonna be playing a game called we're not really strangers i know it's been like getting around social media lately and it's honestly amazing i remember i um used to follow we're not really strangers like the instagram page for so long already and i loved all the quotes and like how they were really thought-provoking and just like all the content that they provided so yeah i mean this game is supposed to what it does um provoke a lot of thoughts it makes you think about the past and brings happy memories and yeah you just get really deep with the person you're playing the game with yeah i was really excited about this card game because i just love that idea i'm the type of person that's like deep or nothing bro yes deep <laughs> or nothing <laughs> yeah so we're about to get deep we're about to get unfiltered let's do this so actually there was an issue that we had i i misplaced my game so i had to order it again and because the whole like hurricane situation it's been hard um getting mail uh so that there, there's been a lot of delays and a friend was able to send us some pictures of the cards of the game so i made like an album on my phone with like all of them and i'm gonna like shuffle them kind of weird like i'm just gonna go over all of them and like move my finger around and see like where it lands and then that's the card we'll we'll choose but let's get started <laughs> one two three four five six, seven, okay. i don't know <laughs> i'm just okay Okay, so. Let me take a sip real quick. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the, like, I went through the questions before um, we started, and honestly, like, the ones that I read so far were pretty deep. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, it really right. made me feel that. <laughs> like, I felt it. Here we go. So, do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Man. Um, it's just going straight for it. Um, and you know, I'm going to answer really honestly. And my honest answer is no, because I struggle with low self-esteem. <laughs> so don't we um, all though? Yeah. But I, I, I don't know if other people feel this way, but I've always kind of felt like disconnected with myself. So, um, yeah, I don't really know, like, what image I portray or, like, how people perceive me, but I know it's good from what I hear, but internally, I don't necessarily feel that way, but I'm working on it, so. Yeah, and I think that we're, or I think that we're all working on it, or I want to believe that, because if we're not, then I feel like I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all working on it, and we eventually get there or we accept the fact that we're just never gonna like be perfect and like we're able to live with that and like be happy yeah <laughs> okay so. this question is for you Deanna how would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word uh, 
what? <laughs> I mean, okay. In one word. For, I don't know, I think everyone might feel loved differently, but for me, I think the word I would choose is chaotic. And chaotic has <laughs> a lot of negative connotation, but I don't see it that way. Like, it could be chaotic because it can hurt a lot. It, yeah, like, being heartbroken or seeing a loved one suffer or, like, whoever you're in love with suffer hurts so fucking much. Like, I swear, like, I've been sick. I've gotten appendicitis. Falling in love has hurt more than that. I don't know. It's just intense. And it could get chaotic. But I also think it could get chaotic to the point where it's, like, passionate and it's scary. Like, it gets really passionate and it gets really scary because you're, like, okay, like, I'm loving what I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing, how I'm being treated. But, like, what if it comes to an end? So, yeah, that's why I think falling in love could be really chaotic yeah or <laughs> this is just revealing a lot about you and you know we all have allegiance to the pain <laughs> <laughs> no but I mean that's just from your experience now and hopefully love won't always feel chaotic in the painful aspect and you know you'll be able to and I'm not like a whirlwind romance kind of thing yeah, and I'm not saying that love hurts all the time. It's just that it's such, or at least I felt it, like, so deeply that it just, like, amazes me that love can be such a strong thing. Yeah, period. That That's all I had to say. I mean. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Next question. Hold on. Let me we just should also that. tell you guys what we're drinking. So I'm drinking sake and... um you know, I don't know if I'm considered ratchet, but I also have some Sapporo to make a sake bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drinking tequila. It's called, well, this tequila that I'm drinking, it's called Don Ramon. It, I've never had this tequila, honestly. It, from like the presentation, I don't know if it's like bougie or like ratchet because like look it has like this little bling bling and I don't know if it's supposed to be like I don't know it looks bougie to me it looks bougie you think so because I mean yeah who knows it's good I like it I'm drinking tequila shots and I'm also well, I did this drink called Vampirito. It's my favorite tequila drink. <laughs> it's with sangrita, which is this, like, red mixer. And it's kind of, like, spicy-ish. And then I put some squirt and some mineral water. But I didn't have mineral water, so I just used squirt. And we just mix it all together and put some little tajin to make it a little bit more spicy. And that's it. Okay, next question. This is a good one. What would your younger self not believe about your life today? Hmm. Well, like I said, I, I was always kind of like disconnected with myself. And I feel like that had a lot to do with 
just like people's expectations, like family expectations and society's expectations, like really like inhibited who I actually was. So I think the fact that like I'm living my life the way exactly I want to live it and like unapologetically living my life, I think my younger self would be like super shocked like because I remember like growing up like my parents were like you have to marry this kind of person this and that I was like you know just like everything was spelled out for me but like deep down inside I was like no no I don't want any of that like (laughs) so yeah yeah I'd be shocked that I'm living my life (laughs) (laughs) no yeah like I totally felt that I think all of our younger selves have this view of the world that's painted by our parents. So it's not really our beliefs, it's our parents or whoever like we're growing up with. And then we start like living life, um, you know, like how elementary to like junior high, junior high to high school or moving somewhere else, or going on a trip, like, all these experiences are giving you knowledge, and you start to, like, believe your own truth about life. Yeah, and, like, really discovering, like, who you are, what you want, things like that, so it wasn't easy, and I think I went, like, the extreme (laughs) end where I was, like, okay, the only way to do this is to cut everybody off. Every single soul that I knew from the past, like, is cut. And that was just mainly because I feel like that was the only way to escape the pressure that, like, because it wasn't just, like, pressure from my family. Honestly, like, my mom is, like, super liberal compared to you know, other families in the community that we grew up with. So I'm fortunate in that regard, but I feel like, you know, just their judgments and things like that, people talking, like the only way to escape that was to like disconnect and realize like I didn't care about what they said or what they wanted for me anyways. And yeah, I mean, for those people that are able to like still keep their foot in that door and live their lives the way they really want to those are the really strong ones like for me I was like out of sight out of mind bye (laughs) it's hard and like it can be painful because you're like what is life like I thought all of these things were like the only thing to believe in but no like there's so many possibilities and there are people that would rather prefer live their lives like with society's like ideals or whatever um and maybe that's how they feel safe like maybe that's their like safe place and well who cares like it's just like their thing so and but our thing is not to be like that yeah i don't know where i was going with that i think i'm already tipsy no i'm i'm more than tipsy Here's a question for you, Deanna. Is there a feeling that you miss? Yes, 
and no. I miss thinking everyone was good. Like, I miss my innocence, you know? I think we all do. And, like, I don't know about you, but I think, like, I I think everyone has, like, this memory of them, like, as a kid when they realized things were not as pretty as you thought they were. And, like, that, like, I miss that. Like, before that feeling, I miss that. And there is this one quote that I read on the Into the Wild book. And it's so good. And that quote, literally, like, when I read it, I was like, oh, my God. That's literally, like, it made me feel that same feeling I felt years ago when I was little. And I realized that life wasn't as pretty as I thought. What was it? Or, like, some version of it? Well, I have it. Like, I ripped out the page, and it's, like, on my bulletin board, so I can, like, bring it. Should I bring it, and I'll read it? Yeah. Okay, I won't take long. So, I already got the quote, like, the page that I ripped out, and it's, like, framed and everything. (laughs) That's how deep you know it is. Okay. It's called, for those of you that are reading or have read, um into the wild it's on chapter 11 it's called chesapeake beach and here goes the quote everything had changed suddenly the tone the moral climate you didn't know what to think whom to listen to as if all your life you had been led by the hand like a small child and suddenly you were on your own you had to learn to walk by yourself there was no one around neither family nor people whose judgment you respected At such a time, you felt the need of committing yourself to something absolute, life or truth or beauty, of being ruled by it in place of the man-made rules that had been discarded. You needed to surrender to some such ultimate purpose more fully, more unreservedly than you had ever done in the old familiar peaceful days, in the old life that was now abolished and gone for good. It's by... It says Doris Pasternak, Dr. Thibago. Wait, you just mm-hmm. sent this to me the other day, didn't you? Yeah, I said, I think I sent it to you. I, 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 I would. No time, y'all. She already framed this. Like, <laughs> it's awesome, though. It spoke to you, and it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, I've had this for a long time. I was in high school. And I read the book, I remember, like, it was, like, the required reading for summer. <laughs> and, like, I honestly, like, I'm not about summer reading. Like, I hate when people choose a book for me. But this book was just so good. Like, I can see the intention of, like, why they assigned it for the reading. And when I read this quote, like, it just really spoke to me. And I I didn't have it framed before. Like, I just had it on a bulletin board. But I just recently got it framed. Yeah. I mean, when you said that, like you the the feeling you miss is your innocence like I remember the exact moment where I feel like I had that realization where I was like oh shit like life is not what I thought it would be and just like that quote said we're like you wanted something absolute but felt like you had to just rely on yourself because no one knew what they were fucking doing (laughs) like you know and and that's honestly I think something that we all realize is like even the grown-ups 
that we listen to and things like growing up like they're just trying to figure shit out too nobody knows what they're doing yeah nobody knows what the fuck everybody's trying to figure out figure it out some of us are better at pretending that we have it all together yeah so that but i really felt that when you said that yeah i like this game man (laughs) (laughs) it's good at the same time i miss that feeling but i am like a part of me is glad that i realized things weren't the way they were because i'm able to help people that need the help I you know, mean, like, I'm able to help others, and I'm able to help myself. I'm able to live a more truthful life. Like, I I don't know, like. I don't know. We're getting smarter with time. Like, I hate the word naive because you may see it as naive, but I see it as, like, innocent and, like, genuine with good intentions. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it can, be, it can be construed as naive and you know, as we get older, we lose that naivety, thank God, and we get smarter, and just move better. And who knows, I mean, at the end of the day, that brings me back to the question, this idea of, like, how it only matters what you're feeling, so if it only matters, like, what you're feeling or how you're experiencing life, then it shouldn't matter that you feel you don't see like all the bad things. Like you're being happy at that moment. So, Whoa. who knows? Who knows whether it's good or bad? You know? No, that's a really good point because, yeah, I mean, that loss of innocence is you technically letting people rob you of your like pure outlook on life and. You know, especially as empaths, like, we struggle with that. So, um, that's just something I always promised myself was that, like, no matter what I experience, like, I'm always going to try to stay open. Like, I'm always going to try to make sure that, like, I'm not being held back by myself because of some past experience. It's not always easy, but you work through it. So, yeah. That one got deep. I even brought up my fucking frame and everything. <laughs> but okay, so you asked me that, right? Now I ask you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, nine, ten. Okay. What part of your life works? What part of your life hurts? Oh! <laughs> that one hit. <laughs> Uh, um, so I have taken control of my life in whatever aspect I can. So the parts of my life that work are the parts of my life that I have intentionally built into my life. You know, for example, I moved away from home recently and it's been really great for me Um, it's removed a lot of distractions and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm now like working on myself and that's just like something I've always wanted is like just extrinsic circumstances removed from my life to where I can just be who I am to where like, if something goes wrong, it's my fault. 
you know, like I don't want it to be in the hands of someone else. So um, the things that don't work in my life are of course like people that I choose to have in my life and they choose not to work on themselves <laughs> and it just kind of makes me sad about it but you know being so like focused on myself and my life and things like that helps me forget that but it still exists so that stuff doesn't work but me creating my life like works for me thank god and i think I don't know if I'm going too deep with this, but I think that works, like, beautifully with God's plan, like, how he chooses, like, how, I don't know, not, I'm not going to say God, the universe or whatever else there is to this life, like, I love how there are people that are so strong, and they're, like, they're able to figure out how to work their life, but... And, and because they're able to do that, they're able to be in a situation where their life can hurt, too, because they're able to, like, be strong about it. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like God or the universe is, like, so smart into, like, how you were put into lives, if that makes sense. Definitely. I mean, so many times where I'm like, oh, man, that's really, that sucked. I wish that didn't happen. But then, like, not even a few years later, like a few months or even weeks. I'm like, that had to happen. So this can happen. So I definitely believe in divine timing, even if something to me is like uncomfortable or, you know, unfavorable. Um, I just kind of have surrendered to the idea that it's supposed to be there for some kind of reason and all I can do is not judge and, you know, just love people unconditionally and like meet people where they are in life, even though you wish it was different. Like you have to let go of wishing it was different, like accept things for what they are and yeah, just do you. <laughs> And like you said, like eventually, like we're like, oh, this had to happen, so this could happen, or whatever. And but sometimes there are times where we forget that, and we're like, in that moment, we feel like it's the end of the world. But with time, eventually, even though it feels impossible, we figure out why that happened, yeah. and why it needed to happen. Maybe it didn't need to, but everything gives you some gold to take from. Yeah. I mean, that's the only positive takeaway you can get from a shitty situation. You have you have to spin it as a positive, like, to keep yourself sane, honestly. So, mm-hmm. and there really is gold to take out of every situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next question is for you, Deanna. Are you ready? Ready, steady. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard that before, like somewhere, like ready, steady, and then something else, like from a game or whatever. Okay, sorry, go on. <laughs> okay, the question is What is a dream you've let go of? Okay. <laughs> She's like, nothing, bitch. The world is my oyster. <laughs> <laughs> But it is, though. <laughs> no, um, 
actually like you said it at like the perfect moment like you said earlier that or you told me earlier I don't know if like we cut it off like we weren't recording anymore when you said this it's like we were taking a break but um that I was born to be a journalist Mm -hmm. I've always loved writing I I feel like obviously we all feel like we're special and we we have something to give to the world but I feel like I have a message and I still feel special even though I know we all feel special so but we are all special I don't know (laughs) true it's (laughs) but I feel like there's a message that I need to tell the world and then I need to write it and then I need it to arrive to a lot of minds and that's why I want to be a writer I want to write things I want to talk about things and I want people people to listen and people to be able to learn from those things um and I used to have a blog but like I told you I I felt like I'm not savvy enough to do it or that I'm not prepared enough to like give out this message but I think I might just like be putting excuses and I think that I just need to create okay <gasps> okay today a friend actually said this to me like he was like oh I really like Guillermo del Toro's um like this saying like he said once in an interview I think he's a movie producer or a director like he he's done like really great movies mm-hmm. um but he said a project is normal only if it's unfinished so well I don't know how it was something about how like it won't even be a project if you don't start doing it so it might as well start doing it like who cares who's gonna think like you're not even gonna give the universe and people the chance to think what they have to think about it if you don't even do it so don't stress about it until it's done yeah I mean so many people feel like they have to have formal training to you know, uh, make their art before they share their art, you know, you're like, oh, I have to have some kind of training under my belt. Um, But these are gifts that are innate, like they are given to you. And like, every time we have a conversation before we even started the podcast, this girl had a notepad and a pen and she was taking notes. (laughs) I'm talking about like your regular regular phone call with your friend this bitch have fucking notes okay like tell me she's not meant to be a journalist like okay it's in- tell me you need formal training to do that like it's 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 in you girl like do it like you know we we feel like especially compared to like other people who may be better that we admire like we're like oh does what we have to say even matter but yeah you feel special you feel like you have a message like maybe someone's gonna like so many people can say the same message but maybe the way you put it like resonates with someone else and like that's all it really is and like artists need to move away from wanting that validation from other people and like getting to a place where they're doing it for themselves because when you do it for yourself and nobody else that's when you reach more people ironically but also that's when that pressure is like dissolved you know and you could just be free and like 
create. Preach. All I gotta say is preach. <laughs> if you're hearing this, this is the sign that you needed to hear to stop like trying to do everything so perfect and do that one thing you don't think you're able to do because you're not experienced enough. Like, do it. If you like it, do it. I don't know. Just do it, Nike. Oh. <laughs> okay. What are you still trying to prove to yourself? Ooh. What am I trying to prove to myself? Um, I can fucking do it. <laughs> like, everything I want to do, I can do it. And, you know, like I mentioned with one of the earlier questions was uh this part of my life is very deliberate everything that i'm doing i'm doing for a purpose and the purpose is to see what i'm capable of without extrinsic circumstances circumstances impacting my performance so um i believe in myself but definitely like self-doubts creep up and you know I'm working through that um and addressing them and like facing myself but yeah that's that's just what I'm proving to myself that I can do what I want to do yeah <laughs> like preach like there's been I don't know how many like questions we're in already like I don't know how many we've done but there's been questions like whenever like you answer I'm just like yep like that's what had to be said like it was said <laughs> like I like I it, it was just perfect like I don't know if like I should add more or not all right well in that case we'll get to your question then <laughs> all right so Deanna counts and I just kind of close my eyes and scroll and see where my finger lands um what are you more afraid of, failure or success, and why? <laughs> Y'all can't see this, but on Zoom right now, Deanna just took a big gulp so she can confess. Okay, can you just repeat the question one more time? <laughs> <laughs> what are you... <laughs> What are you more afraid of, failure or success, and why? Okay, this is not me trying to avoid the question, but I just gotta tell y'all that this, we have two, after this question, we have two more questions to go, and that's it, because I don't know how long we've been recording for, but I think it's been like an hour or something. We've gotten too deep, and we'll get deeper with you guys, like with, uh, with more episodes, but success or failure. I think I'm more scared of like succeeding in life just because um I don't know I'm I'm the kind of person that's like what's next you know like when I complete something I'm like I need to like do something better like every time I want to I I don't settle for just what's like a good right now like I need to like become better learn more things explore more know more I don't know. So when I find success or what I think is success in my eyes, I think I'll want it more. It'll maybe it'll get harder, maybe it won't. I don't know. 
I mean, a lot of people's like self-sabotaging habits like stem from one of those fears, you know, whether it be failure or success. And I think like the root of those fears, both of them are like believing that you can handle it or believing that like okay, if you reach success, like how you were saying, like you always want to do better. Like, can you top what you've done before? You know, like most artists are like, okay, once I hit the third album, like we kind of plateau, like, you know, so there's a lot of pressure to like always top what you've done previously and things like that. So both fears are very valid, but ultimately like, we just have to like shed our limiting beliefs, you know, that like, because mm-hmm. if we limit ourselves and we think that like our success is capsized, but if we don't limit ourselves, then like we can achieve anything. Mm-hmm. But I think that saying that, I think that the goal should be to not worry about either like just to be living in the present and when you're living in the present you won't be worrying about that yeah because honestly that's when you're most successful like if you're stuck in the future then like will I succeed or I'll fail yeah so I mean but you were saying if you're stuck in the future what sorry (laughs) no no no. I mean that's exactly it like if you're stuck in the future you're like you know you have all these questions like what about this what about that and then like if you're stuck in the past you're like oh I did this oh I did that you know like you just have to be in the present and just like give it all you got right now because that's what's gonna propel you forwards and like fuck the past you know so it's not easy it's all easier said than done man we're all trying to just do it but it's hard you just have to get out of your head. We're working. It is. It is. We all are. Like, you're not the only one working on it. Like, you might feel like it's the end of the world. You're the only one that hasn't figured it out, but no one has figured it out. And we may sound like we haven't figured it out, but we're just speaking from experience <laughs> on things that we're facing at this present moment. Okay? So we're <laughs> figuring it out as we're telling you. So don't think we got it all together either. We're together in this. Is yeah. a it's a group thing. It's a group thing. We're going through the murky waters together. Swamp <laughs> together. What are murky waters? <laughs> I don't know what that is. What is that? A swamp. <laughs> With the gators. The swamp. <laughs> With the gators and shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, my question, my question. Time for me to get deep. Okay. I don't want y'all to know anything about me. Don't ask me anything. Are you lying to yourself about anything? <laughs> okay. Are you? Is you lying? Anything? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, I'm probably lying to myself about everything. Like... I don't have my Maybe we all are. Like we nothing is definite. Nothing is a hundred percent true. There's so many possibilities. <laughs> so it's all about perspective. <laughs> Literally what she said. <laughs>
like next question guys oh yeah. <laughs> i'm kidding no because honestly like but that's that's what i'm saying though like that's what i've been trying to work on is like i'm catching myself like okay bitch you're lying to yourself about this like you're not as great as you think you are. Here is where you need to work on yourself. Like, let's be real. And that's the only way you're going to improve. It's like when you're like dead honest with yourself. Like, yeah. It does yourself such a huge disservice to like think that you really have it all together. Like, we're constantly learning. We can always improve. And yeah. nobody's perfect. And like, like I said on the first episode, to thine own self be true. So yeah, like, you won't be able to experience the best life you can experience if you're not true to yourself. You just want to enjoy. Everybody wants to enjoy every single moment of their life. I don't think anybody wants to suffer. Some people, like I said earlier, are, um, you know, they have an allegiance to the pain. But, um, you know, if you're honest with yourself, then you're gonna work on all those bad habits and like transform them into good habits so we all lie to ourselves we all think we're perfect <laughs> all right, next question is this the last one i think yeah it is it is the last one. Oh, this one's pretty deep what's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't I know. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot here. I think that there are different kinds of pains. There is pain in your ego, there is pain in loss, like with losing people there is pain in um not being reciprocated i don't know i think it's like there's a lot of different kinds of pains so i don't know like what has been like the hardest one so far i think i have experienced a good fair pain maybe like in the past five years what was the most painful experience that was not physical. I don't want to like get too much into it, but I think what I what I have to say to like give a little insight on to with this pain is just like me realizing how much I care for the happiness and the well being of my family and like living or seeing an experience where I like my some like a family member isn't able to like achieve that or be that or learn what I have learned really hurt me I don't know I feel like the people that I love I just really want them to like experience life fully and be happy and be able to like feel comfortable in their own skin and when I see that not being able to happen it just hurts me so it's something along those lines I mean, we all wish that, like, we could impart some kind of, like, wisdom or, like, piece of advice or, like, some kind of consolation to, like, help someone that we love through a tough time. But especially as empaths, it's, like, so important for us to learn that 
there's only so much we can do and the rest is is up to the other person and the hardest thing to accept is like maybe that person will never wake up and come to their senses and like you know champion their lives but we just still have to love them unconditionally and like support them without wishing things were different like like I said before like meeting them where they are and being for that being there for them in whatever way we can without expending our own personal energy so it's I think probably the hardest lesson in life to learn, but, and it's really hard to accept that, like, you know, someone's life may be whatever it is forever. And, you know, we just want the best for them, but it's up to them. And sometimes it's like beyond them, but ultimately it's up to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, how we were able to figure out life and be where we are right now, our loved ones will be able to figure it out on their own way, at their own pace. Yeah. I think it's always good to, hold, like, have hope, but, like, also never to impose, like, our own expectations of them and, like, just accept them and love them where they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that concludes our (laughs) unfiltered episode of the day. (laughs) Super unfiltered. I did not want y'all to know me like this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we be unguarded right now, but, (laughs) and I am not, I'm not tipsy. I'm drunk right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling good. Um, and I hope you guys enjoyed learning more about us in the future. Like, you know, we'll most likely do this again. And this was only level one of we're not really strangers. So I'm sure it'll get more deep if it can get deeper than this. I know. And I think everything can get deep. It's just about keep like, keeping asking questions that come up with that, like, I don't know, like, topic, so, yeah, we really, we got deep, <laughs> and, I'm so deep. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time, bye!